Hello, hello, another day, another podcast. Welcome to It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that this is actually the third time I am recording this episode. Uh, the reason the reason being that the first two recordings just, the sound was terrible and I couldn't understand why until I realized that my phone, I record on my phone, was still connected to my earbuds so I couldn't get the sound right. And then, of course, the other reason was this. I didn't. I thought I didn't have time, so I was recording on, in a rush. And it wasn't just, it wasn't good quality. Not a good rant, not a good speech, not I didn't plan effectively. But at least I believe with this one, I'll get it right. I hope so. Anyway, that being said, this will be the third episode of the show. And I am glad to say that the listenership has been growing exponentially. To all those who have had me whisper in your ears you know for the third time in a row i would like to pass my warmest gratitude and to all those who not only listen but send me comments and feedback you know you're the reasons why my skies are blue and that is not a joke for you new listeners thank you for taking a chance on this show uh, you know a podcast you know you do it while you're doing other things you're in the gym you're in the train you're driving around you're walking whatever it is you do but it is not for nothing that you're willing to sacrifice 20 to 30 minutes to have me you know, speak to you, rather speak with you, and to, to have you listen to me. It's not for nothing. I take that, you know, I take, I'm very appreciative of that. Now, that being said, I would suggest that for the new listeners, uh, you don't need to start with this show. With this episode, you can go back to episode one. Uh, therein lies uh, the thesis to this for dissertation. Yeah, so like, it's called It's All Anonymous. So there is some reference to Alcoholics Anonymous, which I am a part of. I, am, I do attend fellowship for you new listeners, for you who don't know what the podcast is about. But again, to get a, a full understanding of what I'm trying to do here, please go back to episode one, episode two, and then come back to episode three. If you don't have time, well, good enough. You can just stick with this. Now I'm going to move on to the main topic for this podcast once again the theme for this past couple of episodes and also this episode is admit defeat admit defeat which comes from step one of the 12 steps from alcoholics anonymous and the step says we admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable i will repeat once more this is not an aa podcast this is not a podcast telling people not to drink this is a podcast where I, Oscar Ruto, try to use the steps to improve my life. And so that's, and for you listeners, once again, because I'm not telling you to stop drinking alcohol, um, I edited the first step and said, we admitted that we were powerless, we were powerless, I removed the, the over alcohol part, that our lives had become unmanageable. So, once again, we admitted we were powerless, that our lives had become unmanageable. And, well, you'll get an idea. Once you listen to this this episode, and for all of you who listened from episode one, you kind of get it already. Well, I'm also trying to get it myself. So, the title of this episode is Made Manifest. And this comes from a biblical verse. Uh, this one is Luke chapter 8 verse 18. Luke chapter 8 verse 18. And it says, For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest nor is anything hidden that will not be known and come 
to light. One asks, how does this go hand in hand with admitting defeat? With admitting that we admitting that our lives have become unmanageable. So the reason why I chose this particular verse is because I got some feedback from one listener. And again to the listener, you will hear the quote, you know who you are. I truly appreciate the message. It was beautiful, it was long. I needed time to sit down, read, analyze, you know, digest. It was a beautiful message. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast and doing what you're doing. So, I'm going to read the comment that the listener gave. One thing that might be a challenge in this podcast is something I think I heard you touch on, which is when it is one's own account providing examples of a path to serenity, the rigorous honesty is tested, like which stories is one willing to tell. Suddenly, the prospect of it might be unnerving. And the listener got a point, and that's that's very true. The thing with Alcoholics Anonymous and Fellowship is that for an hour, an hour a week, and well, maybe two hours a week, three hours a week, however long someone chooses to go to fellowship, you are in a room <clears throat> with a bunch of people who are, at least in that moment, they seem to be as honest as humanly possible. In fellowship, no one seems to lie, and I have heard the craziest stories in, the, in those rooms, you know. I have told things in those rooms that, for the most part, I wouldn't want to tell anyone else. And why do I do that? Because there is a safety in speaking those truths in, in those rooms. And the safety is that no matter how, how embarrassing, shameful, or disgusting I think this story is, what I did is, I've probably had something just as bad, even what was in this room, you know? So you feel safe. That's a safety net, right? But outside, outside of AA, what I find is that people put on a face, and not people, I do it too. And the face is, I'm a good person. I am a nice guy. I will never do any of that. Well, behind closed doors, I actually do do that, whatever that is. And maybe I actually kind of like doing that, right? But I wouldn't want anyone outside to know that I do that, whatever, put whatever crazy thing in in that place, you know, that whether that is, insert whatever madness you have to insert in there. And so he brought up a wonderful point. If I am using this podcast to help myself learn more about myself and to use the steps I've learned in AA to improve my life, suddenly I hit a wall. What am I willing to reveal on this podcast? How far can I really go? The thing that I have heard over and over again in AA and from my sponsor is that you are only as sick as, as, sick as your secrets. Right? The things you hide make you sick. Well, the, once again, <laughs> let me correct that. The things I hide make me sick, right? The things I hide make me sick. And you know how they make me sick? Here's the thing. I, I would make a lie to my wife, a tiny lie, a seemingly harmless lie. 
as an example i'm going to use a real example last week i was going to work and my wife has this really beautiful bag that her friend sent to her from kenya but i noticed that my wife rarely uses that bag so i asked my wife hey can i use this bag and she said okay and i used the bag now the next day she didn't want me to use the bag again but i really wanted to use the bag because it looks really really good <laughs> so i just took the bag and i went to the work when i came home i tried to hide the bag <laughs> at the shoe closet so she doesn't so she doesn't know that i used the bag right so i walked into the house and she asked me oh oscar did you go to work without a bag today and i just like nodded like no no you know i just like no i didn't but you know it's like there is it made me sick in the sense that i was just worrying for the next couple of hours i hope she doesn't go out to the shoe closet and find the bag <laughs> how embarrassing would that be you know <laughs> and so i'm there being anxious for a couple of hours and eventually she did find find the bag and she did get pissed at me for lying for making such a small silly lie why would i do that right and that's what i mean the secrets i keep make me sick right right and now with this podcast i'm trying to be as honest as possible for nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest no is anything hidden that will not be known and come to light I speak a big game about trying to grow along spiritual lines. But I know, dear listener, I know, I know. I know how hard it is to make a positive change. It feels like work. You know? It feels like real, real work. Now I enjoy working out. I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy running. But I remember when I first had to start working out and I mean I had to work out it wasn't like I did not choose to do this it was this or be miserable for the rest of my life I was a very very fat child I had to make a choice and I remember when I started working out and I hated it I hated thinking about it it seemed exhausting it was exhausting You know, I didn't know what I was doing. People don't really support you on your road up. Right? People don't people didn't really support me. It's like no one cares about working out. People did not support me. It's like my mother supported me. That was about it. You know, she was on actually who pushed me into the gym. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> on that path upwards, on that path towards physical well-being, you find hurdles and the hurdles are i don't have time you know it's difficult it's challenging and now here i am sp- speaking about growing along spiritual lines and it's the hurdles they're different but they're there and the hurdle is to pass through this obstacle you have to reveal that part within yourself that brings you shame And you know what brings me shame? At some point in time it was my alcoholism. Right? And now it's the lies. 
the lies and the fact that every once in a while I give into pornography that's these things they they make me feel bad about myself they make me feel weak and I don't want to be weak because weakness weakness is like a virus it spreads right next thing you know I'm allowing you know lesser behavior from my child behavior that should not be allowed to propagate into the future right because I encourage it in myself and who am I to tell my child what to do and what not to do if I cannot carry myself with the same level of ethics with the same morality I it's very difficult for me to admit that my life is not in congruence that a lot of the times the things i say and the things i do are not in line right it's it's very challenging it's very difficult it's very painful to know that this person i am right now is not who i want to be When I was 17 years old I fell in love with this girl. And the reason I fell in love with this girl is because all through life it seemed to me as though people see me not as they don't see me as I believe myself to be but they see me through the the way I by through the way I carry myself you know and sometimes as an individual The way I see myself and the way I carry myself are quite different, right? So I might want to believe that I am doing everything correct that the world is against me. Right? That I I am the I am the righteous one, but the world sees something different. But when I met this girl, this was the first time that someone didn't see me the way everyone else saw me. Someone did not see Oscar as Oscar was to the eyes of others. She didn't even see me as the way I was in my own eyes. She saw me as far as I am concerned. She saw me as I could be. She saw the best iteration of me and I fell head over heels in love with her. Right? But that person wasn't me. I was still the same guy lying, procrastinating, using porn. That's still who I was. But I wanted so much for her to love me for that version that she thought was real, that I thought could be real. But I could not admit to my problems. I could not admit that I am failing to walk on that path. I could not admit to her, to myself or to anyone else. And that you know that that attitude that attitude that behavior moved with me into my adulthood because i could not face myself i needed something i needed anything to dampen the noise you know to silence the fact that i knew there was a lack of congruence i couldn't take it you know the whispers in my head whispering telling me that you're nothing you're nothing that voice needed to be dampened and when i discovered alcohol oh my god oh my 
it was amazing it was wonderful it was so much for the first time in my life i was okay with myself it didn't matter how my life actually was in that moment i was fine and you know why someone like me needed alcohol it's because i wasn't brave enough i wasn't willing to admit that there were things in my life that needed to be changed so instead of changing i found an escape but you can't escape reality no one can escape reality reality will find you right and maybe maybe you know people do kill themselves people do kill themselves maybe that's that's how they attempt to escape reality i don't know i don't know but i i know how i try to escape reality i knew how i wanted to escape the dark thoughts that warped my reality but the, my reality wasn't you know the fun thing is my reality wasn't warped i was warped i was twisted i was contorted i was becoming a monster and no one was making me a monster i was I chose to turn into a monster because there were secrets in me that I could not admit to if only I spoke the truth to someone that maybe maybe just maybe if my alcoholism wasn't genetic maybe I would have been able to just keep on drinking like a regular person if I just say the truth at some point hey I've got these problems I need to deal with them and going back to aa it's like you know for those of you who don't know aa in in fellowship we don't people are not told to stop drinking right no one in aa will go out to the wall and tell anyone hey you guys need to stop doing what you're doing it's bad for you don't you know it's bad for your health no what people do in aa is reveal themselves right you realize to to try and understand that a part of the reason why i oscar white to understand i why i fell into alcoholism wasn't so much before because of the alcohol but because of the way i lead my life because alcohol isn't a bad thing alcohol is just well it's a tool it's a tool it's a social lubricant billions of people drink without causing too much problems but as i said in episode 1 1.4% of the global population causes massive destruction on alcohol and I was one I was part of that number and through AA I realized you know what maybe this problem was just because of the way I led myself because of the way I carried myself I carried myself dishonestly I have been doing it to a degree I'm still doing it to this day And as I do this podcast and listen to the comment is really one made by this dear listener how rigorously honest am I willing to be and I will say dear listener I will try to be as honest as possible with each episode because this means the world to me this growth means everything to me I don't want to be where I am right now 10 years down the line I want to be able to look in the mirror and truly be grateful 
for my life not force myself to be grateful because i am still in that phase in my in my growth whereby i have to force myself to be grateful now i wake up and go to work and i'm like i really don't want to go there but god damn it you know there people who don't have a job you know <laughs> so i'm trying to force myself it's not yet it's not yet a, it's not yet a part of me the gratitude no honesty is still not yet a part of me right I go to work and I teach those kids but I know I don't want to be there and sometimes I just sandbag my lessons. That's that's a lie. That's a lie. Right? I'm not giving them the best of myself, you know. I give into pornography several times, right? That's giving it to the lower beast, to the beast within me, the monster within me, the animal within me. I can be better than that. And you know what, dear guys, dear listener, I will tell you all the stories all of them all of them because maybe if enough people <laughs> know about my sickness then maybe nothing will scare me in so far as honesty is concerned i will just be straight with about everything from now on because really really in this period that i've been in a and being honest with people in fellowship i i i promise i promise all my life that i always leave aa meetings feeling so much so much better than i did walking in always always i always leave feeling so much better and you know why because for one hour i was as honest as humanly possible honest with my speech honest with my expression honest with the stories i told despite feeling shame it's like you know what it's okay no one here is going to try and shame me for the things i did for the things i'm going to say right and what if i was like that with my whole life and maybe outside the world people will shame me people will look at me with disgust but you know what i shall try and admit to myself that that is their problem it's not my problem i am growing oscar is growing for himself And like I said in the last episode, if I become better, my family becomes better. My friends become better. Like I I work out regularly. And to close up, I'm going to say this one thing that really made me feel happy yesterday. I work out regularly. And recently I decided to open an Instagram account where I post some of my I post my physique, you know, basically, and I post myself pictures of myself in the gym. And one of my friends that I haven't spoken to in a while found my account and he said that You look he said you look really good Oscar and seeing you has motivated me to start working out at home. That that made me feel amazing. My intent wasn't even to do that. The fact that he saw that and wanted to become better, wanted to attempt to better his life, that made me feel really good. You know, and with this podcast, I this podcast is me trying to improve my life. One step at a time one day at a time one episode at a time and if that helps someone else out there improve their life you know what god speak to you and through you the world will become so much better through you because the changes we make in our lives not only affect us but everyone around us and with that i'm going to close bring this episode to a close And once again I will close it off with reading a poem from my book Anthology on Demonology 
poetic discourse with the possessed which is self-published and available on amazon available on amazon please go out and support a self-published poet i do appreciate any support i do get if you don't if you're not into poetry or you don't can't afford the book don't worry about it i will read a poem with each episode so well there are many poems it's going to take me a while to finish all of them if you're patient you will get all of you will get to hear all of them with this podcast and but if you can buy it please go out and support me available on, on amazon all amazon stores please once again demology uh, sorry anthology on demology a poetic discourse with the possessed and today's poem is called weakness is good and it goes like this man knows what's good for man man knows that he is weak and man knows that to give into that weakness is good for man knows that he is not god and man knows that the bottle drowns the noise the noise of yesterday and yesteryear and to be enamored by your failures is good and to bathe in the lust of addiction is sweet for to be an addict is to be humble and man knows that to hurl his hurt as he bows before a toilet bowl is a prayer a reminder that man is weak a reminder that god is great once again the book is called anthology on demonology a poetic discourse with the possessed please go and get yourself a copy on amazon if you can and with that i'm going to close this episode made manifests on it's all anonymous with me your host oscar ruto you will catch me here once again on monday as i promise you will have an episode every monday and every friday no matter what i will make that happen i might record on a train sometimes because i might not have time but i promise you i'll make it happen and that thank you so much and have a wonderful week or the weekend goodbye scarisamades